Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Good morning, West Georgia. Welcome in to the Morning Five podcast. Today is Tuesday, March 14th. And as always, it is brought to you by the Parian Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Parian Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers catchy slogans a few billboards big results billy today is 314 it is national pie day pi day not pie day national pie day yep it is it really is um what's your favorite pie like actual eating food pie uh let's see i'm i'm a big fan of chocolate pudding pie I know you. I don't, I don't not. know if you've ever had that. I don't, I don't. I don't think. I think we said the same thing last year. Um, honestly. Yeah. Um, I need to get you. I need to get you like at least a, a slice of it. I'm good. I'll take your word for it that it's uh, delicious. <laughs> I'll just take your word for it on that one. <laughs> I had at the uh, FCA golf tournament yesterday. They gave out fried pies, and now I am a huge fan of fried pies. I do like those. Uh, and they had a fried apple pie in our little gift bag, and I did dominate that pretty quickly. I'm a huge fan of fried apple pies. Yeah, I'm uh, not a big today- fan of fried pies. Really? Yeah, I'm not a big wow. fan. Wow! Wow! Okay. All right. Today is also National Potato Chip Day, Billy. What is your favorite type of potato chip? Give me Doritos Cooler, or yeah, Doritos Cool Ranch. Okay. All right. I'm down with that. I think I got to go with the either the chili cheese Fritos or a type of potato chip they actually don't make anymore. It was popular, popular up in Canada. Uh, Ruffles made it. It was called All Dress Chips, and it was phenomenal. It was my favorite type of potato chip. I absolutely loved it. It was um, it, it almost had like a salt and vinegar zing to it. It was really yeah. good. Uh, but yeah, all dress chips, probably my favorite, favorite type of potato chip. They don't make it anymore. I think they still sell it in Canada. Um, but my favorite type of potato chip that they still sell and make down here, probably the chili cheese Fritos, because uh, you can make a nice chili cheese Frito pie out of that. And it's, it's phenomenal. It's one of the greatest snacks of all time, in my opinion. Billy, I don't know if you caught much of this Hawks-Timberwolves game last night. I turned it off. It was... It was terrible. It was the single worst game I've seen the Hawks play all year. It it was terrible. Absolutely awful. Hawks fall 136 to 115. Uh, Trey's offense, the only bright spot, 41.7 assists. The first half was arguably the worst half of basketball I probably have seen the Hawks play ever in my entire life. It, it was terrible. 11 turnovers in the first half. That's usually what they average in a game. Uh, the defense was just atrocious. Uh, Trey has regressed the past couple of games from that nice defensive stand he had a couple of games ago. Uh, Hunter was uh, awful. Murray was awful. Uh, Clint Capella, when he was on the floor, was okay. Collins was awful. Or Kongu was awful. It was it was by far the worst game I've seen the Hawks play this year. In the first half, 
arguably might have been the worst half of basketball I have seen the Hawks franchise play in my entire life. It was yeah. it was just terrible, and the, and the Timberwolves weren't doing anything spectacular. Like they weren't they weren't doing anything amazing. Um, I think they had at least three thousand points in the paint. It was yeah. it was just bad, man. Shot sixty percent from the. Uh... They shot 68% in the first half or in the first quarter. It was just unreal. They they couldn't miss a shot. Um, you know, watching that and seeing, because it was like 40 to 29, I think, at the at the end of the first quarter. It was it was just not good. Um, I, I turned it off. I was like, this is not going to be a good night for the Hawks. I can't I can't sit there and watch this. I'm uh, I'm going to lose my mind. So. Um, yeah, it was. You hate to see the Hawks go through those kind of slumps, um, especially against a team that you feel that you can beat. Which I think that they can beat the Timberwolves. They should have. They should have. The, the the offensive and defensive rating, the net rating for the Hawks and the Timberwolves were the exact was the exact same last night. Yeah, it just it wasn't it wasn't a good night. And as you mentioned, it, Trey did not look good a lot of the team didn't look good. I mean, they just couldn't hit the shots either that they normally do. Um, so you, you think that, oh, well, maybe it's, maybe it's one of those nights that, you know, they just couldn't, they just couldn't hit a shot. Well, you know, that seems to happen a lot lately. So yeah, I, yeah. And it was, it was defense for me, man. Like it was Trey had 41 points and seven assists. No one else really put up. It, 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 no one, like you said, no one else could hit. I mean, Bogey went like one for eight from the field, but the defense, the defense was awful. I mean, you gave up 140 points to a team that has essentially the same net rating you do, almost the same record you do. That uh, was terrible. And, and to add insult to injury, Trey picked up another technical last night, and I believe he's two or three technicals away from being suspended for a game. Uh, so that's that's not. I mean, th- there's no point to pick up a technical in a game where you're getting absolutely molly walk i mean at one point we were down by like almost 30 points and it was it i don't know why i watched this to the ending to be completely honest with you i have no idea i i don't know why i watched the rest it was it was awful it was horrible um i guess i like being depressed i think is is the reason why i watched it but it was um it was horrible dude it, it was a horrible game I, I i don't have any other takeaways it was it was awful defense was terrible slow moving their feet shuffling over um it was it was just terrible and and lucky for the Hawks they get to sit and think about this game for a while because they don't have a game until Friday night I think so they get to sit and stew for three days on how crappy uh, their their defense was against the Timberwolves. Yeah, they get to uh, wait on the Golden State Warriors to come to town, so yeah. that would be fun. Yeah. yeah, yippee, fantastic. Sit there, sit there and think, sit there and think about the defensive. I don't know, maybe Quinn Schneider can fix the defense before Friday, but it was it was poop. It was absolutely poop. Yeah. Nothing more you could say about it. Yep. Billy, yesterday free agency opened up for the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, we also have a trade for the Falcons. The Falcons traded a seventh rounder to the Patriots for tight end Jonu Smith. Uh, that's a $10.8 million cap hit, $12 million next year with incentives. He had 27 receptions, 245 yards, and no touchdowns last year in New England. It seemed about on par for any Falcons tight end. Uh, last year in Arthur Smith's system, 41 receptions, 448 yards, and eight touchdowns. Is that in Arthur Smith's systems? That's what the tight ends did? 
No, that is what Jonu Smith did in the last year of. Uh, gotcha. Went in Arthur Smith's system. Yeah. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. Before going to the Patriots, so Falcons traded for Jonu Smith and got and that. And I think the cap hit for this coming year is ten point eight. Now, I think what they're supposed to be doing is they're supposed to be restructuring his contract. So that cap hit may go down. I haven't seen the final numbers on that, but that was just what he is scheduled to make right now. So does that seem like a waste of money to you? No, I, I really don't think so. Because if you if you have two really strong tight ends, like you're going to have Al Pitts and now Johnny Smith, those are it's going to be ridiculously how how strong that offensive line might get better because of adding that extra tight end. Um, and they do they do run twenty two personnel a lot. That's true. Yes, they do. And at, you know that wasn't the only thing they did to strengthen the offensive line. Um, Falcons I, Falcons at Chris Lindstrom added uh, agreed to a five year one hundred and five million extension with sixty three fully. Guaranteed. Highest contract or guard in the history of the NFL. Um, uh, he deserves it, dude. He, he rated out. I think he was rated out as one of the top five guards in the entire league last year. He rated out like above a ninety for from PFF. So uh, I I like that dude. He's twenty six. He's a young guy. So yeah, I think that's a I think that's a great great get right there. Yeah, and and then on top of that, they continue to add on the offense, and the Falcons are bringing back fullback Keith Smith. And I know that Cordell Patterson is happy about this because before free agency started, he tweeted out something along the lines of, just bring back Keith Smith. That's all I care about. Just bring back <laughs> That's Keith all I want. And then him being, you know, a running back in, in, in Arthur Smith's system, I mean, that's need your fullback and Keith Smith coming back for another year is is good so and that's sort of been a resurgence I've seen across the NFL in the past like two to three years is the fullback position being worked into a lot of these offenses now it's not your 1970s type of fullback but the fullback position in a lot of these offenses has started to make a comeback almost it's kind of cool to see yeah it really is and and hopefully the Falcons will continue to get better. And you know they went on a spending spree yesterday, Bryce. I don't know if you saw just how much money they spent, but they spent a ton of money. And you know they had cap space to spare, so kind of expected it. Yeah, that's what you want to do when you have that much cap space. Go out and spend it in free agency. Uh, the Falcons also signed former Saints defensive tackle David Onyemata. Onyemata. Yeah. Uh, to a three for 35 million with 24.5 guaranteed. Uh, and the Falcons also come to terms with Bradley Pinion on a three year, 8.65 million deal to put him as the punter. Uh, that puts him among the NFL's top eight highest paid at that position. Pinion gets 4.325 million guaranteed, including a 3.5 million this year to stay in Atlanta. That's a pretty good get for a punt. I know that's not a sexy position. People aren't going to care about a punter, but that is a, that's a pretty good get for, I, I think that's a good get for the Falcons in the way that they want to run this team next year. The what, the way they want to run their offense, the way that that defense hopefully will perform uh, having a good punter and having one of the league's top kickers uh, is a recipe for success in my opinion. No doubt. And the Falcons were done. 
I know I haven't put it on the sheet. They added linebacker from the Saints, Caden Ellis, um, to the team, signed a three-year, $21.5 million deal. That was huge. He had seven sacks from the linebacker position last year. Wow, so that's more than the entire Falcons team. Yeah. So Caden Ellis had seven. Onyemata had eight. So you're adding 15 sacks right there. Talk about you're bringing in two guys from the from the Saints who the, we our new defensive coordinator is coming from the Saints. Yeah, you think that familiarity is going to help? Um, they're going to be and pushing. I was going to say you might add a uh, nice little piece in the eighth pick as well on defense. Yeah, um, and again, they weren't done. Adding Jesse Bates, man. Safety Jesse Bates from the from the Bengals signed a four-year, sixty-four million dollar deal. Jeez! That's wow! Jeez. <laughs> Golly, that's a that's a huge. So it was all it was pretty much all defense last. I didn't know Jesse Bates was a free agent. He was a dog for the Bengals last year. Yeah, dude. So the Falcons Falcons spent some money yesterday, and I'm so happy to see it. Um. I'm I'm excited to see you know they they put together a pretty strong little group yesterday just alone you know adding Jesse Bates adding Caden Ellis adding Anyamata adding you know um, Johnu Smith adding bringing back Lindstrom Smith and Pinion man I'm I'm so pumped exactly I love to see how much money they spend on defense that's great that that's great for a defense that is underperformed really. Uh, and the way the offense is going to run, you need a strong defense. And, and right now, all I have seen draft pick or excuse me, mock draft after mock draft for the Atlanta Falcons at number eight. I keep seeing this same name it keeps popping up, keeps popping up. It's Nolan Smith. Oh, don't tease me. Don't yeah. tease me, Bryce. That is that is the name that I keep seeing popping up and popping up and popping up. At that eighth pick, because most of the quarterbacks they predict are going to be gone. Uh, Bryce Young, Strad, uh, uh, Richardson, and Levis. They think all of those will be gone. So the Falcons don't really need a quarterback right now. They don't need a quarterback like that, in my opinion. Uh, everywhere I have seen, I mean, literally mock draft after mock draft, it's Nolan Smith at that outside linebacker position from UGA to the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. That would be, that would be huge. Uh, Billy, this past weekend, we had a ton of high school weightlifting championships going on. A bunch of individuals won their stuff. If if anybody wants to know the individual awards, go to our Facebook or our Twitter. We've retweeted it. We've put it out there. Uh, but I just want to celebrate these teams that won a team state championship. The Central Lions won the 4A state championship. So congratulations to all the Central Lions out there involved in that weightlifting program. Uh, out in Bremen, Georgia, the Bremen Blue Devils won the 3A state championship for Georgia. Congratulations to all the Blue Devils. Out in Bowden, Billy, single A Division II state champions. Bowden has won the single A Division II state championship for the fourth year in a row. Bowden has won that four years in a row now. And then down in her county, Billy, something we talk about all the time is how great the uh, women's athletics are out here in the west side for all nine of the high schools that we cover. And this is a big reason why right here. The Heard County Girls Single A Division I State Champions. So the girls down there uh, throwing some iron around. And that's what makes 
I mean, I mean, that's what makes the the ladies' athletics so elite out here is is the weightlifting, and Heard County showing it off by being single A Division One state champions. So let me ask you a question: Are you surprised yes. by any of these teams' state championships? Absolutely not. Zero percent surprised, to be honest with you. So, I am I am not surprised at all. Um, you know, when I think of Central and weightlifting, the first name that pops up in my mind is, is Nathan Horsley, and he was there. Um, he was he was obviously there with the team and, and helping them do that. Huge huge shout out to him. He does he does so much for that Central Lion program. It's ridiculous, from football to wrestling to weightlifting. He does a huge part of it. Bremen, I, the work they do in the weight room is unreal. What what Rooster does, what Nick Nick Folds does, it's it's just a a great program as far as weightlifting is concerned and that's culture too because tony armis the wrestling coach for there for so long i mean you don't have a good wrestling program without a phenomenal weightlifting program and like that's just culture out there bowden rich finley i mean he's (laughs) zero surprise uh, zero and then (laughs) down to herd county i mean what they do in herd county is ridiculous and they're about to get stronger man did you see the video that clay sent us of the indoor no. Yes, yes, I did. Oh yes. my god. Yes. Yeah. It's it's a last time I was down there calling a basketball game, Shane was talking to me about that indoor facility they were building. And I was like, dude, I was like, that's gonna be like a Falcons indoor facility. And he was like, Yeah, we're we're super excited about it. Yeah, the video was beautiful, man. That place is indoor facility, weightlifting, locker room. That is uh that's amazing, dude. Good. Great things are happening down in Hurst County. So I'm, I'm pumped for all these teams. Congratulations to all these teams that, that won state championship. Um, huge accomplishment. I mean, anytime you win yep. state, it's, it's a huge accomplishment. And it rolls over to other sports. The reason why we are so successful out here on the west side in whatever sport it is, baseball, basketball, football, wrestling, you know, whatever sport, softball, whatever it is, it's because of this. I mean, I mean, elite athletes are built in the weight room. And when you win state titles, you are going to become an elite athlete. Yep. All right, Bryce, let's get to the Marine South scoreboard, shall we? Let's do it. All right, in baseball last night, Temple falls to Kusa 5-4 last night. That Temple team, I know that you guys, you got to see them up close and personal last week. They, they're a good team. Um, yeah, they're a solid Kusa team. 5-4 kind of sucks, but it is yeah. what it is. I got their game tomorrow night versus uh, Bremen. And I've got a game tonight. I'm going with Casey Bass tonight, but I'll... You're going to Landmark, right? Yeah. Off the Landmark? I'll hit that yeah. up here in a second. Uh, Mount Zion beats Pebblebrook 17-7. to Mount Zion to, to impress um, on the diamond. Hanley beats Bowden 9-5. to In lacrosse, Mount Perrin girls uh, beat Bremen 16-3, and the boys beat Bremen 14-4. Carrollton beats Noonan in lacrosse 18-2. That Gordon and company out there continue to dominate on the lacrosse field. It's ridiculous. Uh, on the Smith's floor coverings, games and events calendar for tonight in baseball. Villarica's at Creekside for a doubleheader. They begin at 4 and 6. Hard County is at Landmark Christian. That is at 530. You can hear that on Hometown Sports Radio Network. Casey Bass on the call. I will be on color. I'll tune in, man. I can't I can't wait. We actually I actually I have an evening where I have nothing to do tonight somehow. I don't know how this, you know, the stars aligned. Uh, so I will definitely tune in and listen to y'all. 
Carrollton is at Creekside at 555. Central's at Cedartown at 530. And Bowden's at Bremen at 530. In soccer, Villarica faces Creekside at home. Girls at 530. Boys at 730. Temple is at home versus Douglas County. Girls kick off at 5. Boys kick off at 7. Central's at Cedartown. 530 kick for the girls. 730 for the boys. Bremen's facing Cartersville. Girls will kick off 5.30, boys at 7.30, and then Bowden is at Mount Zion. The girls will kick off at 5, boys at 7. In lacrosse, Carrollton is at the Walker School. This is the girls' Carrollton lacrosse team off at the Walker School at 5.30. Does it always, does it always throw you off when like, some of these schools, like non-football schools, like, one of the coaches has a name for them, and I forget what, they're, I forget what they call it. Like, you know, non-participation. I forget what it is. The Walker School, man. Like, what is that? Like, is that a real school? Is this real? Yeah, it's is real. This, is this real life? It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, like, like it, some of the basketball is the worst at it, man. Like, these, these, and I'm doing air quotes. You can't see me because we're on a podcast. These schools that pop up during basketball season, I'm like, these aren't real schools. Like, these, these kids go to online classes two days a week, and then they practice basketball the rest of the week. It's it's laughable, man. That's why I'm proud that all nine of our schools that we cover out here, they're nine public schools that participate in every single sport. They're not just a one or two sports school, man. It's 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 legit schools out here. It, it kills me, the Walker School. <laughs> you need another cup of coffee, Billy? Man, don't I. Let's hit it up, man. Another cup of coffee brought to you by Realtor Hannah Strawn with the Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. If you are looking to buy or sell your house on the west side, give Hannah Strawn a call. John Morant in counseling program. No return to NBA date set yet for John. This is just sad. It's just sad, man. You know, John, it is great dude. talent. You just you just hope for the best for the kid. Phenomenal young talent. Could be the face of the NBA. I hope he gets the help he needs, man, because he is he's too talented not to be on the court. Um and yeah, I hate it. I, I like watching Ja play. He's one of the most exciting kids in the NBA. So I hope he gets the, the help he needs and gets back on the hardwood soon. Uh, Raiders fill quarterback need with Jimmy Garoppolo. I didn't see this one coming. I did. I mean, think about it. Who's his head coach? I th- I thought, but I'll tell you why I didn't think this was this was going to happen. I thought the Jets were going to get Jimmy G because the Aaron Rodgers domino was going to fall first. But I think the Aaron Rodgers domino not falling, the Jets are still holding out. Now that the Raiders have picked up Jimmy G, if the Jets don't get Aaron Rodgers, they are absolutely screwed. Screwed. Yeah, big time. So I, I'm exci- I, I, I like I like Jimmy G. I think he's a good quarterback. Hopefully he has success in that uh, Raiders offense. Um, you know, we'll see. Trey Lance and I guess Brock Purdy will be two of the three quarterbacks for the 49ers, maybe. There's a little tease coming up in a couple of a uh, couple of uh, headlines. Trevor Bauer signs a one-year deal to play in Japan. Apparently, no other MLB team wanted to take a flyer on this guy. I hate that. I really do. I would have. I've said it on the podcast. I know. I know it sounds controversial, but I would I would love for him to come in on a one-year deal and just see what he can do and just you know get back, you know. I want no part of Trevor know, Bauer, but zero percent. I, I don't. I we got we already have our circus out in left field. 
I don't want I don't want to bring in more more controversy and a bigger circus and everything. I just don't like I, we don't need that. Uh, if we were a desperate team, I would say yes, maybe. But I, just, this team is built too well, and I think there's too good of chemistry on this team to, to do a move like that, in my opinion. Okay. Uh, the aforementioned 49ers agree to a one-year deal with Sam Darnold. So does that mean that what? either? Yes. So does that mean that what's going to go on here? Because right now on the roster for next year, quarterback-wise, they have Brock Purdy, who played pretty dang well this year. A Purdy was pretty good. Sam Darnold, who they just signed, and Trey Lance. So you're going to have Darnold start the year at quarterback. No, no, no it'll be it'll be Trey Lance. Trey Lance will be ready. Are you sure? Pretty sure, yeah. I thought Purdy they said Trey Lance was going to be ready. I know Purdy won't. Didn't he tear his ACL? Yeah, it's like a six month recovery now. <sighs> okay. Hey, Tough Borland did it. Tough Borland came back from a torn ACL, MCL, Achilles. He blew out his knee. He only missed two games. <sighs> Tough Borland's a different cat, dude. <laughs> He's built different. Um, I th- I think Trey Lance will be ready for the start. You might be right. <laughs> they might start with Sam Darnold. I know Purdy's going to be out for a while. Um, he hasn't even had surgery on that UCL UCL tear yet. Uh, I don't think he's having surgery on that until like April or something. I don't know. I don't know why. No, uh-uh. he hadn't had surgery on it yet. Who had surgery? His. Let's see. Maybe that was Purdy. Because I remember, I remember wondering why it was taking so long for him to him to have his surgery. Uh, I'll look and see. But yeah, I, I don't know why he I don't know why he waited so long. E- even if it was this week, like, why did you wait so long until the end of the season? Like that, I don't know. I found that very weird. Uh, the Bears give linebacker Tremaine Edmonds a seventy-two million dollar contract. Freaking real. I mean. Just G'd him up. When you up. got the money like they do, I mean, they had $70 million in cap space. So, I mean, I yeah. get it, but good Lord. Good Lord. And now they have DJ Moore, too. Uh, another another target for uh, Justin Fields. Uh, quarterback Jameis Winston returning to the Saints on an amended deal. I would assume this is a deal for him to be backup to, to Derek Carr. But, guys, listen, you heard me sing Jameis Winston's praises last year. I thought Jameis Winston, two years ago, before he got hurt, played phenomenally for the Saints. He played well enough to get the Saints into the playoffs, in my opinion. I think he was really, really good. And I'm also a huge Derek Carr fan. So I think there is going to be a legit competition in in, uh, preseason between Jameis Winston and Derek Carr for that starting position. Can't stand either one of them. Just being honest. They're both good football players. Why do you hate Derek Carr? Who does he play for? Uh, the Saints? There you go. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, and today, Billy, in 1954, Milwaukee Braves, future home run king and greatest baseball player of all time, Hank Aaron. Homers in his debut exhibition game against the Boston Red Sox. Can you imagine hitting a home run in your first ever yeah, game? I can, I can imagine it. It would never that's, happen. That's mind blowing. <laughs> I can imagine. I can dream about it. I want to. <laughs> Everybody can dream about it. Yeah. Oh, that was uh, that was a bit of foreshadowing from Hank Aaron there, homering in his first exhibition game against the Red Sox. You got anything else to add today, man? No, just today is also um, guys Valentine's Day. 
I'll just I'll just leave it at that. But <laughs> uh, get out and support all of these amazing teams that are uh, being played today. Should be should warm up quite nicely. No rain, a little bit of sunshine. You got a bunch of home teams playing. Get out there and support your local baseball, soccer, or lacrosse. Look, lacrosse, lacrosse high school team. I am Bryce Sparling, Billy Lindahl. We will see y'all tomorrow. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbors. Just shake them. Shake your neighbors. <laughs>